Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
right, and we're on, and it's Sunday. It's the first episode of the Sunday show, and this is a piss-poor intro by me, Michael J. Ugh. Um, but this starts the show. Uh, rotating list of co-hosts coming through here, not one set in stone, um, at least not at this point. Uh, we'll see that may change in the future. But joining me on this episode is the one, the only, uh, um, do I really got to say this? You know, the f- well, see, the fact that I'm a gimpy, uh, too, uh, may, uh, I can probably say it without a problem, but, um, the, let's see if I can get this right, because uh, John Rhodes made a really long, um, complicated uh, nickname for this person, and I think I already forgot it uh, just from that long spiel. Uh, the Facebook heel crippled Cody something. That's it. I got that's it. it. That's, that's it. That's, that's the whole title. Hello, everyone. God damn. That took forever, Jesus Mike. Christ. I know. We're two minutes in, and I can't. Well, actually, probably over two minutes, but. Holy That's the fucking airtime we just wasted. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Hello, everyone. I, I feel so great to be here on the debut episode of the Sunday show. My God. Yeah, I mean, you know, at least, see, there, there, there's a difference between this and the other show that you're supposedly working on with my Rabbit and Red co-host, John Rhodes. This yeah, show yeah. is the happening. The one that uh, I have yet to uh, get him off his ass ready for just yes. yet. I wonder what's going on with all that. Yes, you see, John, uh, you this show what? is happening. Yeah, I, I hope so because, and, and like I said before we started recording, I'm obviously I'm going to put this show over to all my friends. I'm going to let everyone know about it. So everyone's going to be listening to it on my end. And for anyone who is curious on my end and on Mike's end also, we're definitely still doing controversial conversations. We just got to get a couple of more things ready. Uh, me and my, me and John's schedule has to not conflict, and we have to get everything together uh, perfectly. And uh, pretty soon here, we're going to start shooting out some episodes. Me and John and Mike, we all have some ideas, and uh, we're not going to spoil that yet. But um, I just wanted to let you guys know that, and that's it. But this is the Sunday show, Mike. Yes. So you were saying ah. that you have something um, interesting to open the the program with. So what do you have? Yes. So okay. So this is great. So um, I this just happened Friday night, hmm. and I I haven't even had a chance to tell hardly any of my friends. So I hope a lot of them are going to be listening to this. So I went to a strip club with my friend Josh uh, just this past Friday night. And we went to Headliners in Greenville, PA. So you know where that's at, right? Um, no. Okay, yeah, that's right, because you, you guys live in Warren, right? Okay. Well, he lives in anyway. Warren. I'm closer to Philly, so I don't... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's weird. You guys, He lives in Warren, uh, PA. You live in Philly, PA. I live in Warren, Ohio, so it, it's a little confusing. But anyway, um, oh, my ears going to strip club you know i it, god if people don't know how old i am right now i'm not gonna fucking say it on the show but anyway i've been going to the strip clubs 
uh, you know, being part of the strip club scene off and on since I was 18 years old. Mm. Quite a while. <laughs> and um, never once have I ever been propositioned by a stripper ever before. And, you know, and I always knew to myself, you know, there'd be a day that would come and, you know, and, how am I going to handle it? And I just, I always knew in my heart that, like, I would never let it happen, but it would still be entertaining nonetheless. Mm. Well, a few, uh, about two years ago, I went to Headliners, and there was this stripper named Jade. Now, I can fucking say this, because it's not like it's her actual name anyway. Was she white or black? Oh, she's white. I, dude, I don't get dances from black girls. You know, you're, strip clubs are dark and scary looking, and, you know, you, you won't even be able to see her dancing. Yeah, you want to see right? who's dancing. Yes. Right, right. I don't, God, <laughs> I, I don't want to just see a pair of teeth and eyes dancing around in the air, floating in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like but a anyway, ghost. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so there was this stripper named Jade, and this was two years ago. Uh, I was, you know, getting a dance from. She was very open, you know, very open stripper. So I decided to open up with her and all that. So she she started asking me questions. You know, th- again, this was back in 2016, 2017, somewhere around there. And she was asking, hey, you know, with your disability and all, have you ever been laid before? Um and I told her, yeah, you know, like, I, I've never had a girlfriend before, but I, I have a couple of female acquaintances or friends or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. um, that I work out financial agreements with from time to time. And, you know, I don't give a fuck. Anyone wants to judge me on that. I'm disabled. I need pussy just like anyone else does. Get the fuck over it. I pay for sex. Oh, my God. I, I need that kind of arrangement, Cody. Holy fuck. I know. I mean, you know what? I'm I, on an eight-year with... dry spell. Actually, no. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I just I'm on October of this year. October twenty-eighth of this year will be nine years since you gotten pussy. Uh, yes. Oh shit! I dude, I just got pussy last Thursday. Oh, what yeah. Son of a bitch. <clears throat> Yeah, her uh, her boyfriend watched, decided to watch the Burden Babies while she came over here and, and gave me a little sucky-fucky, so... Oh, boy. Yeah. Now, of course, I can't say any of those names, because then that will fuck me in real life, but right. I yeah, digress. Do that. But anyway, so, two years ago, I was telling this stripper, Jade, all about this, and, you know, she, she seemed a little interested in it. She's like, really? Like, they make a lot? And, you know, just questions like that. Well... Long story short, it didn't lead to anything. Like, you know, we just, I, she finished her dance, that was that. We had a few laughs about that subject, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't go to headliners all that very often, because nowadays, and for the last two or three years, it is, it's gone downhill quite a bit. You know, I, I prefer a, a strip club here in Ohio called the Diamond Lodge. Mm-hmm. That is the club that me and my friends will go to quite often, uh, it's a little bit more on the expensive side, but it is the quality of the girls are way better, and they actually have food there. They have a lot of different alcohol for, you know, the people that drink. They can get drunk and then, you know, drive drunk and kill someone on the way home and all that good shit. Oh, boy. Uh, so the Diamond Lodge is my club of choice. However, every once in a while, I will creep back into that very grimy and grimy area to go to headliners, you know, just to see what kind of new heroin whores are working there these days. So that's what me and my buddy did Friday night. Well, we went in, and, you know, you go in there, and I told him, I was like, dude, 
the survival rate here is not very high because these girls are probably going to be laying in a ditch dead somewhere later tonight, you know, with a needle in their fucking arms, you know. Oh, boy. And, uh, <clears throat> and all of a sudden, I'd say about after 20, 25 minutes, this girl comes up to me and says, hey, you know, do you remember me? And I'm like, well, no, I don't fucking remember you because I don't make a point to fucking remember strippers like that. Well, she introduced herself and said the what the last time we talked and all that, and you know it was this Jade girl. So, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, bitch, I wonder if you remember like our conversation the last time because you were like the only stripper I ever slipped it out to that I fucking you know pay for sex or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, long story short. She, I, I bought a dance with her. At first, it was just a $20 dance, you know, and we went back just for a song. Right. Well, she's getting a little t- more touchy-feely on me. She's grinding on me a little bit more, and she, she starts kissing on my neck, and it's like, hey, I'm a human being. I like, I like getting my neck kissed, and that, that felt kind of good. Yes. So she's telling me, she whispered in my ear, she said, you know, buy, maybe buy a, a theme room with me, honey, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about some things. I'm thinking, like, bitch, I was already thinking about buying a theme room with you. I don't really care what you got to talk about. So about a half an hour went by, and I decided to buy a theme room, which, by the way, a theme room is $100 for a half an hour. Holy shit. And, yeah, it's a little on the expensive side, but, hey, you know, fuck it, government money and all, right? I could buy, like... Five, four, nine, like four, four Ks with that money. (laughs) (laughs) What, the dying, uh, the dying format, you mean? Yeah, exactly, the dying format. Fuck you, John Rhodes. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, I buy this room, and right off the bat, I realize that this shit is not gonna be a regular dance. So she gets on top of me. And before I know it, Mike, she's actually yanking on my dick. Like, she's actually actually grabbing my... Oh, yeah, yeah, through the pants. Not, like, in the pants or anything like that. But she's grabbing my boner, and she's, like, stroking me a little bit. And I'm thinking, like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm -hmm. And she, she, you know, she's on top of me, and she's, you know, dry humping me and all that shit. And out of nowhere, she gets real close to my ear, right? Huh? Now, is she completely naked, or was her pussy covered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, because uh, uh, PA's laws are for strip clubs are very lenient compared to, you know, Ohio. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, she's completely naked, and she's on top of me, and she's grinding on me and grabbing shaved on me. Shaved or not like, shaved? Oh, she was shaved. She had a little bit of a landing strip, but oh, she was shaved for yes, the most part. The landing strip, yes. yes yeah, yes. but anyway, so, she, you know, she's, you know, got her face up against my face, and she, she puts her mouth up to my ear, and all of a sudden she whispers to me. She goes, oh, God, honey, I wish you had a little extra money tonight. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, you just proposition. So I decided to, like, you know, figure out what the fuck she was talking about. And I was all like, really? Like, how much extra money do you think I should have tonight? And she goes, Baby, if you had an extra couple of hundred, I'd go all the way for you. <laughs> an extra couple of hundred. So wait, wait, hold on. Okay, so before you continue with the story, let's 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 do some calculating here. So you mm-hmm. did the private. You did the dance for twenty at first, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you did the dance for twenty. That's twenty dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you did the. Now, was that that was in a. Wait, did you go? So then the theme room was a hundred after that, correct? 
Yeah, the theme room was a private area behind a closed door. Okay, so right now, so then we're at 120 right now, then, is what you're saying. Right. Okay, so she said a few more minutes. Okay, so 120, that's about five, that's about five 4Ks. Okay, continue. Wow, that's not where I thought that calculation was going to go. <laughs> anyway. Five 4Ks, uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, um, basically, she basically was said that if I had somewhere in between three and four hundred dollars, then so three I and four hundred total. Yeah, between three four hundred total, I would guess that she meant because you got to spend at least a hundred dollars <laughs> to get the, the private themed room, right? You know, and then and then you slip her a tip of I don't know an extra two or three hundred, and yeah, she'll maybe let you poker or something like that. But so I, because at this point. Yeah, I'm horny because she's, you know, rubbing on my junk. And that's but... why she did it, because she knew that you'd fucking cave, because she's like, I can get him start. Oh, excuse me, I can get him started. I know he wants it. He hasn't had it in a while, so I'll give it to yeah. him. I'll get him going. Like, you know, cause, and that's interesting, because that's something else I forgot to bring up in this story that I told her in the past. I, I told her in the past, I said, you know... Whenever I don't currently have a business partner, I'll be here because if I'm not spending money on my on my business partners, I'm going to be spending money at the strip club. Mm-hmm. So if she remembered us talking about the other portion of it back a couple of years ago, then she remembered that too. So she already had it in her mind that I probably haven't gotten any in in probably a while, which in reality I had just gotten pussy the day before. Oh God! But. You know, the thing is, is I am actually not the type of person to lose mental or emotional control just because I'm a little turned on or horny, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, she's doing her little sexy voice thing and talking about, oh, I'd do anything you want, baby, for, you know, this amount or whatever. So, I, I don't know why this slipped out of me, but then I just, out of, out of nowhere, I just said, oh... So that's why you guys still have a customer base here, then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just, like, when I said that, she stopped pivoting her hip just a minute, right. and she just looked at me and was like, right, yeah, no, no, that's not why everyone comes in here. We just do this for specially privileged customers like you, honey. Oh, boy. <laughs> So yeah, she's so taking advantage of the well, disabled. That's that's wonderful. Exactly, she feel, right? Like, what, she is, what does the cripple great. have to live for, right? Yeah, right. I don't know. But, um, so that was it of the conversation, because I told her, I was like, well, I don't have that type of money, but who knows, maybe next time. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, bitch, I ain't never coming back here. <laughs> like, I'm going to the Diamond Lodge where I can eat good food and not get propositioned. Because here's the thing. Here's the big thing about me that not too many people would probably guess I actually don't want to get propositioned by a stripper because if you fuck a stripper, that, that's no more safe than fucking a, a, a hooker, you right. know? And if you're going to fuck a hooker, regardless of you're using protection or not, you are putting yourself at risk at all kinds of diseases, dangerous fucking diseases, and I ain't doing that. You know, I, I don't mind having a stripper's boob in my mouth mm-hmm. as well, just as long as she don't have a cut on her nipple or anything like that. Right. But... I ain't fucking dipping my dick in, in no stripper. That's for sure. Well, so, do you think, like, if you would have kept, like, things going, like, and you know, maybe she would have kept going and he could have just, like, eked one out, you know, like, uh, real quick without her, uh... Well, I mean, she'd notice after the fact, obviously, but, 
do you think oh, like you, you mean could like could I have gotten off right? just by her humping me? Right. No, Mike, I'm not 16 years old. I I I don't have my V card anymore. No, I can't uh, get off just from someone humping me like that. Ah, uh, I see. Well, yeah, no, no, didn't. Oh, but I thought she eventually like went into the pants. Or no, not. But oh, she was, like, stroking. no, 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 no. She never reached in my pants. She just kind of, she just jerked, like kind of stroked me a little bit through my pants. Oh, like, on the top. I see. I get it. Yeah. No. Now, a hand job. I mean, at the end of the day, what the fuck are you going to catch from a hand job? Again, as long as she doesn't have any cuts or scratches or scrapes on her hand, right. what the fuck are you going to catch from a hand job? Right. Right. So, if it was a hand job, I'd let that happen. But not for an extra two hundred fucking dollars. Not even for a hundred dollars. You know yeah, that that is that is kind of you know a bit much. You would think that you know basically what you gave um, the the price of five four Ks. You would think that that would be enough to you know um, for her to satisfy you. I'll just go in there next time with no money at all and just uh, Michael J's uh, 4K uh, stash collection. I'll just exactly. Just say that. Here's the anal. Yeah. Just say here's here's five of these discs, and you know they have slip covers that could be worth more for you. And <laughs> because you know. John, you think a, slip covers? If I'm gonna fuck a stripper, I'm yeah. the one that's gonna need a slip cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Did that visual do something to you, Mike? Oh god, I need water. That's the debut edition of the Sunday Show. Don't be, don't be choking to death over there. Holy shit, I know. I can't, I can't do it already. Um, but wait. So okay, you know, when you were saying that, when you first started telling this story, I thought that it was going to go in the direction that you actually did get laid. By the stripper. Oh, hell no. <laughs> See, I think that she should have been nice enough to maybe give a little bit more. Instead, she took advantage mm-hmm. of the disabled. That's horrible. Yeah, How does but, she I sleep mean, at night? I'm surprised she lived for the past two or three years, considering they're all on hard drugs, probably. Well, how did she look? Did she look decent, or did she look pretty, like, wrecked and shit? No, I would say, like, she's in her late 20s, so I wouldn't say that she looks uh, bad or anything like that for her late 20s. Nah, I do know that makeup and a dark lighting setting in a, in a strip club, all that can do wonders for a hit face. But um, overall, she didn't look bad, you know. I, I was still kind of attracted to her. I'll tell you what I wasn't attracted to. Right. I, and, oh, man, I guess this is something that people can shit on me in the comments if they want. <laughs> I am not attracted to a, a um, an abundance of amount of fucking tattoos on a woman. Uh, I do I mean... not like too many tattoos. You know, one or two here and there, mm-hmm. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't prefer it, but I, I, I get so turned off mm-hmm. by sleeves. Or too many tattoos oh, or anywhere yeah. on the female body. It's just it's it's gross to me. No, it's trashy. I know I'm it's definitely trashy. Huh? It's definitely trashy. It's, it's 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 exactly. It looks dirty. It looks trashy. And women who have sleeves, it looks alien like. Like, is this reality or is this a fucking Ridley Scott film? Fucking extraterrestrial shit right there. Yeah, yeah. So 
I, I'm just not a fan of it. So I'd have to say if there's one thing about that stripper that was a turnoff, it's that she did add to her tattoo collection on her body since mm-hmm. the last time I've seen her. So, yeah, she does have one too many. I think she told me that she had an upwards amount of uh, 15 or something like that now. And it's like, bitch, I'm thinking to myself, bitch, I don't know what turns me off more. Are you talking about your tattoos or are you talking about your disgusting burden baby that God knows who is watching while mommy's shaking her ass for Ugh. horny men at the strip club right now? You know, that's, that's one of the worst things that a stripper can bring up to me is the fact that she's got a kid. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that you got a kid. Now, if you told me that you tried to have a kid, but then you had a miscarriage, then fuck, I just nutted in my pants. Right. But don't fucking tell me that you you got a kid at home. I don't want to know that shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, is that, you know, <laughs> I, that that's really going to help, you know, when you're trying to, like, you know, get your jollies, and all of a sudden she says, I got a kid, but fuck this. Yeah, fuck it. Then you know where that yeah. money's gone. Well, no, the money probably doesn't make it to the kid. The money goes to the fucking crack in the alley on the fucking... Right, the, the fucking, the fucking uh, child support money from the father who is fuck knows where, uh, that money goes to the kid. But all the strip club money, that definitely goes up her nose. Right, oh, definitely. And in her veins. <laughs> yeah, and so. she ends up fucking dead. And bloated yeah, I was I was surprised. You know, when she came up to me, the first thing that I wanted to say was, "God, you're still alive." <laughs> I because I didn't think, I didn't think any of those strippers survived two three years like that. So, so anyway, know. that's the end of the story. There's there's nothing else to it. Uh, that happened, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely going in in there with your 4K collection next time, and I'm I'm gonna get anal out of it. Yes, well, you know, well maybe like I said, if I if I load you up with really rare titles and especially with the slip covers they love the slip covers mm-hmm. john says that the slip covers complete the um the physical release i yeah they don't really john you're an idiot i'm sorry but okay um <clears throat> i hate getting covers with my blu-rays yeah i know i i usually just i mean I like to say that I just throw them away, but in most cases, that's too much work, so they just sit there. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, I gotta ask, and then, and then we can go on to something that you might want to talk about, because okay. I've been meaning to ask either you or John this for quite some time, okay. and I wonder if there's anyone else listening to this right now that might want to know the same, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it's just me who's the dumbass who doesn't know. Okay. Um, who the fuck is running the Rabbit and Red Facebook page that I that I see floating around. I know who runs the group. You run the group, you and John, right? But who runs the the Facebook yeah, page? Yeah, okay. Well, both of us both of us are kind of like admins on the group that has like the 74 members. We had like more than that, but we were on that 2-month hiatus and I think we dropped about 20 or 25 members. Um yeah. So, yeah, but now we're, uh, yeah, so we run that one. And then there's a Rabbit and Red Facebook page. That is run by Rich Style, who owns the DevilsEyes.com. Because oh. um, Vince, when we first started Rabbit and Red in 2010, and then we had our falling out, and I left, and he brought, like, Rich kind of on board as a, you know, another person, and we moved over to the Devil's Eyes after Horrorbid went belly up and all this shit um rich kind of feel you know felt that he 
kind of like was entitled with Rabbit in Red, so he kind of like held on to it. Mm-hmm. And he just has that page. And we're not able to post on that page. So. You are, no, see, you and John are banned from posting on that page. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're, well, actually, he might have banned, I might have been banned at one point. I don't know if I still am or not, but I know I can't, if I post on there, it's not like, you know, it posts in the visitor's comment section or whatever. Like, I can't post as an admin on that page. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's just him. I hate to say it like this, but it's him shadowing, like, kind of, like, what you guys, what we're all doing Well, in the he moment. doesn't, yeah, but the thing is, he doesn't, I don't think he feels that our Rabbit in Red exists as Rabbit in Red. I think he feels that he is the sole owner of Rabbit and Red. So that that's that's what that yeah. is. This is this is interesting and I wonder if I mean there had to have been other people uh you know that's listening to this right now that wanted to know about this cuz that now let's rewind just a little bit and maybe we're going to hit a moment here that you know you might want to not talk about this but we cuz we didn't talk about this before the episode started right. but you said that you had a fallout with Vince and Rich? Well, I didn't... I mean, I can't say that I had a fallout with, with Rich, because I didn't have a fallout with Rich, really. He just, at one point, stopped calling me to... Do, because what happened was... All right. I'll kind of give a brief, or as as brief as I can, explanation of, of kind of like the history of, of Rabbit and Red. So, we started in 2010 on Block Talk Radio. <laughs> God damn, sorry, coughing. And um, then you cough to death at the ex- end. Exactly. So we started <laughs> block talking. You said it was going to be brief. Well, yeah, brief. That was brief, yes. But, so, wait. So we started in block on block talk in 2010, June of 2010. Then we got picked up by Harbid in, I think it was, I want to say November of 2010. And we started there. I think Christmas Eve was our first show on HorrorBid.com. And HorrorBid ran until... Did we go until 2012? Yeah, we went into 2012. And then um, there was a whole thing. Because it was me, um, Alex Edwards from the um, Skeleton Crew, which I started with him after I left Rabbit and Red. and But... Um, and he's done a few other pod. I think now he's currently doing a Married with Children podcast. But it was me, him, and Vince, um, and uh, the guy that ran Harabid was kind of like playing us against each other. So it kind of like caused a big kind of like blow up, where wow. it kind of just fell apart. And the guy that ran Harabid was like, you know, I really don't want you guys on the site anymore. So. We left. Um, Rich started the devilseyes.com. So Rabbit and Red needed a home. So we came over to the devilseyes.com. And we continued there. Um, Alex did not come to the Devil's Eyes with us. He kind of like left the show at that point, And we kept it going. Then me and Vince had um, a little bit of a disagreement. I think that was uh, February of 2012. So then I left. There was a it was a whole drama thing, like the middle of a show. I hung up, and he thought I was what? playing around. 
but I hung up and he was texting me to try to get me to call back and I just didn't respond or I think I said fuck you or something like that uh, wait and, uh, who was produ- who was producing this at this time was it you that was producing or who well I was I mean I was the one that was in charge of getting guests and all that stuff yeah but okay you know I mean I wasn't editing or anything at that time and I didn't, I didn't really well, start editing shows until like much later I think Vince was still doing all that stuff uh, was it, it was just like a joke that was too far for you, and then you just hung up on Vince? Uh, yeah, there was, like, something where he was, like, saying something, and I kind of, like, I don't know, he kind of, like, what I think, he, I just, it was, like, it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing, you know, because mm-hmm. we had a lot of, like, disagreements behind the scenes where I would book guests, and he wouldn't want certain guests or he would like hate that I would book them for certain times or he might not want to talk to them or this and that and the other and then a lot of the times after the interview would happen he'd be like well you know that was really a good interview I think you know that was probably one of the best interviews I've ever done and I said you see I told you you shouldn't have fucking like jumped the gun and got all like skitsy about it just fucking do it and you know it eventually turns out okay um, but, uh, you know, so I ended up, like, just ending it at that point. I did a few sideshows on The Devil's Eyes with Rich. Uh, I did, like, a Mike's Movie Madness. I think that lasted for seven episodes. Oh, that and, had a nice ring to it, though. Yeah, but it was, meh. That was, uh, you know, kind of short-lived. Mike's Movie Madness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think in the seven episodes, we had a decent... Um, amount of guests on there I know um what the hell was it the one I think it was the last episode that we did the seventh episode I had William Lustig on the guy who uh directed uh the original Maniac from 1980 and I believe he was involved with Maniac Cop as well and Rich uh basically got him to hang up on us because Rich told him that he let his three-year-old watch Maniac Wow. And William Lustig was so taken aback by that that he hung up on us. Wow. Yeah, that kind of fucked you on that. Right. So then um, I started... uh, So then after that I was like, ah, I don't know. Um, I didn't feel that The Devil's Eyes was a good outlet. And I'm like, I just kind of want to do something else. So I started talking to Alex... And we started doing a show called The Skeleton Crew, which I was able to get back on HorrorBid.com because, um, what do you call it? Uh, Justin, the guy that ran it at the time, was like, yeah, sure, I'd love to have you guys back, whatever. All that other stuff with Rabbit and Red was water under the bridge, whatever, just, you know, come back. We'd love to have you on. So I was on there doing that for, like, you know, uh, shit. I think that ran... 36 episodes, that was great. And then, <clears throat> something happened with Alex. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> at the time, uh, personally, like, there was a lot of stuff going on in my life where I had to, like, a lot more responsibilities at home, uh, taking care of family and stuff. So it was kind of tough for me to get things going, like, you know, scheduling-wise, to do shows. So, that kind of, I guess, agitated Alex. So, Alex, at that point, kind of locked me out of Rabbit and Red. I mean, not Rabbit and Red, the Skeleton Crew. 
which is a show that I created with him. And, you know, um, so he locked me out of that, and I stopped doing, you know, I ended up, you know, I stopped doing that, and he kind of, like, took it over. Hijacked it from me, I say. Um, <clears throat> and uh, then I ended up going back to Devil's Eyes. Uh, Vince had pretty much left Rabbit and Red at that point, so it was just Rich kind of took it over. Because Vince told... Now, was this when, was this when <clears throat> Vince uh, had his health issues? Uh, yeah, that, that might have been part of it. That probably was okay. part of it. And he kind of told Rich, he said, look, you know, you can, you can take over. So, so whatever. So then I ended up going back and doing Rabbit and Red with Rich on The Devil's Eyes. Okay. And that was great. That lasted for a while. But then Rich just stopped calling me. And then he brought John in to do it. And then uh, Vince... Then Rich kind of like stopped doing it like all together, all together, and it was just dormant and didn't do anything. So I kind of got back with Vince, and I was like, "Well, Vince, let's try to do Rabbit and Red again." So he's like, "Okay." So we did maybe two or three episodes in a period of six months because Vince was like, "Well, I don't feel that great. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. So we have to cancel it. We have to push it. Whatever." So finally, he's like, "I don't think I'm going to be able to do it anymore." So he wanted John to come on and replace him as host. So that's kind of like where we're at now. So that's okay. Now, man, that was interesting. Now I know, and now everyone else knows on this day edition of Sunday Show. Not so abbreviated, but still, that's you know. No, I I thought that was a good summarized version. It didn't take too long to, you know. I, I and I guess in closing on this subject, I. So is, there's there's no more ill feelings between you and and Rich, who is uh, running the fa- the Facebook page right now. I don't know. I don't. <clears throat> I don't talk to Rich really anymore. I well, started because you right now you're the one that that you're busting your ass for Raven and Red right now. You and John and you know whoever else is involved. Is there any kind of like, hey, Rich should not be having his own version of Rabbit and Red, the page, and then what, what what we're doing over here in the group, like, is there, there's no feelings like that or anything? I mean, I feel like that, but the, but the thing is, you know, I can try to tell him to stop all I want. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that he's going, you know, that he's going to do it. So, yeah. Mm. Just because so, it just seems like that's the feelings and true thoughts are coming out on the Sunday show for sure. I do what now? I miss what you said. I said that our true thoughts and true feelings and emotions are coming out on the Sunday show. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I I really don't think... I think he should kind of... I really do think that he should kind of stop. Because, I mean, I was sending, since we started this, you know, the new incarnation of Rabbit and Red, I would send Rich... Like, at first, I sent him the episodes. And I was like, you know, post the episodes over on the Devil's Eyes and make it like, you know... Rabbit and Red is over there still, whatever, you can do that. But he started to say he didn't want to use it, he didn't want to post the show. He wanted to just cut the interviews out of the show and post whatever interviews we got. But he didn't Hmm. want to post the rest of the show. And I was like, well, that's not going to fly with me. So I just stopped sending him the episodes. It feels like he's running the WWE ECW version of Rabbit and Red over there. 
I know you're not maybe a big wrestling fan, but anyone who is a wrestling fan will get that reference. He, yeah. He's basically running a watered-down, altered version oh. over there. He's cutting everything out. And, you know, I do, because I do have that page liked right now, so I am seeing the post. And the only type of stuff and episodes that I'm seeing him share mm-hmm. are past stuff from years ago. He won't, I haven't seen him post anything current. <clears throat> no, he won't, because I stopped I stopped sending him the current stuff when he told me. He was like, well, I don't want to post the whole... I don't like the, the entire shows. I think the whole shows are boring. I think, you know, I just want the interviews. That's all people care about, so... Nah, I fucking disagree with that. I mean, the whole reason I started listening to you guys is because I got to know you guys. And and this was even before, by the way, I was invited to come on uh, to Raven Red for the very first time. But what I enjoy about Raven Red, for the most part, is actually the banter back and forth between you and John. And I'm willing to bet more people that are listening right now would agree. You know, it's not just about not, it's not just about the interviews with the celebrities and the the movie directors and the producers and all that. It is also about the dynamic between the hosts, and that that's how I feel about it. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, I appreciate that, and I'm sure John does too. I mean, that that's that's the goal, you know. That yeah. that's that's what <clears throat> that's at least what I always wanted for it. I can't speak for John, but that's what I always wanted for it was, yeah. you know, I wanted a you know mix what? of all that stuff. I was just thinking, wouldn't it be interesting? <laughs> and maybe I'm a little being a little too ambitious here for our, our, the debut episode of the Sunday Show, but. Wouldn't it be interesting if either Rich or Vince even heard this first episode and maybe if there was some sort of detail that you fucked up on or something like that, maybe if Vince would finally do another episode of Accurately Unstable or whatever it's called, uh, him yeah. and Cole, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they'd want to bring the uh, this up and just uh, re-correct you on certain things. If yeah, that was a, I mean, a why, why not? And that that's another reason I got the network was... <laughs> Because you know, I I wanted him to have a place for accurately unstable too. So yeah, hopefully uh, he I, gets. You I, know. What's what's more dormant right here, accurately unstable or uh, or controversial conversations? Jesus. Yeah, we're all <laughs> over the place. I just you know I Vince, just Vince John, stop stop jerking each other off and get to your position so we can do our shows for e- Christ's sake. Exactly, <laughs> circle jerk does not work. Oh my god, I've got a little line. Come and see into the Rabbit and Red Network. <laughs> Alright, well, let's take a oh, quick god. break, Cody. Break. And, we uh, gotta do it now. We gotta do uh, uh, down the line in the future. We gotta do a, a show called The Circle Jerk. It's gonna be all of us me, you, John, and Vince. That'll be something. Alright, well, Cody, let's take a quick break and we will be right back to finish this thing out. Alright.
Alright, and we're back after talking about the podcast wars, as some people like to call them. I know that they've said that over the course of the years. And, um, you know, there was something that I did want to ask you, Cody, that I did hear about. I don't know if I saw it online or oh, God, what, you had just mentioned what it. Um, did you do more than just pay for sex? Well, Somewhere. I mean, I've I've done a lot throughout my life that uh, I'm more than willing to talk about here on the show. You'll have to be a little bit more specific. What, well, I mean, see, I mean, see, uh, because you, like myself, have, uh, you know, the, the disability, and it's like, I just, I, I feel that you are maybe a little bit more of a suave gentleman in certain areas hmm. than myself. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe, um, uh, what, what did you hear, buddy? Uh, maybe you did something with somebody who was not quite single? Hmm? Well, <clears throat> well, first of all, almost all of my past business partners were not single when they were sucking my dick. So business partners, okay, wait, now, okay. Now hold on. Before before we we I I just can you maybe explain to me more so when you say business partners, right? What what what's this what's this agreement? How how does this work? I'm I'm just curious because you know okay. I want to learn from so, you. So let me learn. Generally, from you. yeah 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 yeah. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. when okay so. When I have a business partner, it can't be a stranger. It, now, and here's the tricky part. It mm-hmm. can't be a female friend that is very, very, that I'm very close with. Mm-hmm. So, for an example, it can't be a female friend that takes care of me. Okay. It can't be a female friend that I have such a strong, close friendship with that I would risk, you know, to- injecting toxic toxicity into that. So, it can't be a close friend, female mm-hmm. friend. However... I have had other female friends that I've known for years, either 10 years, 15 years, whatever, that I was close enough with, but not, you know, too, too close where, oh, my God, I have so much respect for them and I'm best friends with them, yada, yada. Right. Well, so a business partner has to be a female friend. It cannot be a girl that was a stranger or I knew nothing about or anything like that. So the general idea of, the, of where the term business partner came from is, a, they are a partner of mine of some sort. Because if you're having sex with each other, you're it's a partnership of some sort. You know, agreed? Right. No, definitely. Yeah. So, and the reason why we I use the term business partner is because it's not a personal thing. It's not about feelings or emotions or intimacy or anything like that. It's just business. Um, I will say one of the other girls came up with the, the terms originally, but I kind of, I kind of went along with it and then I just started saying it and then it just kind of got hooked. You know, now all my friends, you know, they know what the fuck they're talking about when, when the, the words business partner come up. And so much so that sometimes randomly one of my friends will message me and they're like, oh, I was just having a conversation with my coworker and blah, blah, blah. And then the, the term business partner came up and I instantly thought about a cripple getting the stick sucked. Well, thank you so much. Oh my you God. know, like I'm glad that it, it, it stuck in your brain so much. 
So, yes, a business partner is just a female friend of mine or a female acquaintance that I've known for a very long time who I know does not have any diseases or any STDs or anything like that. But, yes, does not have to be single because I could give a shit less about the monogamous relationships in today's world. Um, and they, I trust them enough. They trust me enough. And I'll make a, make a financial agreement with them. And, uh, Mike, I ain't talking about no $20, $30, $40 here. Like, they are making, you know, around a couple of hundred bucks a month off of uh, what I want. A couple of hundred. And now, I, is this for a certain time limit? Or is this, does this go for a time limit per session or number of sessions? Or how does this? Right. So, inter- that's interesting because I kind of leave that up more to this specific individual and what they want. So, for an example, I'll give you two examples. I know one woman who, uh, you know, she has a kid and all that, and she doesn't have time to come over here multiple times a month. So we will work it out where I will give her just 200 bucks on the day of, and we will just go at it for about an hour, and she will just give in to all of my fetishes, all of my fantasies, Oh you know, I, I'm I'm licking every inch of her body. I'm eating that ass. I'm so doing she all enjoys it, wild. too. Oh, I, she enjoys the 200 bucks that she's going to get out of it. That's that's pretty much it. Uh, and here's another, here's a little fucking bonus uh, feature here, right here, that I'll tell you guys. Now, I've been told this by two different women who don't know each other, so take it for what you will, if it's true or not. Right. But I have this talent, I guess you could say, I can wag my dick like a tail up and down, not side to side, up and down when it is hard, and if I have a girl on top of me and I'm balls deep inside of her, and if she's not thrusting, if she's not going up and down, if she's just sitting and soaking it in, and then I wag my dick like that, supposedly, allegedly, according to two different women, Mm -hmm. I guess that gives them an extra sensation. I don't fucking know. I don't have a cunt. I don't fucking know. But, hey, if I'm being told that my third leg, uh, you know, has a talent, uh, it, it, uh, fuck it. I don't care if my other two legs don't work. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's... But, um, yeah. So, are you still there? Um, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I, I heard a clicking noise. I don't know what the fuck that was. Hope that's not one of my business partners listening in. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, anyway, um, so, yeah, uh, one girl, I'll, you know, just pay $200 flat out, and we will get it all done in an hour. Uh, and that's, and that's once cool a month. Because, that's yeah, yeah, once just a once month. a month. Okay. Because you got to remember, the, they're respectable people. They're taking care of their families. They're not hookers. You know what I mean? They're, they're Has just her time for the month passed already? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I don't fucking, are you kidding me? I don't wait till the 19th or the 20th of the month to get laid. I'm getting laid the first fucking week of the month. You right. Know? Anyway, um, so there's that example. But then I knew this other girl who didn't want, she didn't enjoy doing all of the, all the extra stuff and all the wild stuff. And she didn't understand why I had my fetishes and my kinks and all that. And she's like, look, you know, I'll just come give you weekly blowjobs. You know, it'll add out to $50 a week. 50 times four is 200, if I'm not mistaken. So I would just give this girl 200 bucks at the beginning of the month, and she would just come back. You know, she'd come over four times a month and just give me a blowjob. So I was cool with that. I was cool with that, too, because uh-huh. I was getting the basics of what I needed four times a month. 
And she was swallowing for me, too, which that's always an empowerment thing for us men also. Oh, oh right? yeah, no, definitely. I remember, um, just a quick side note, um, one of my exes I was with for four months, she was seven years younger than me. So she was 20, and I was, uh, I think I had just turned 27. And she was, and I'll tell you, she was a Jewish girl. They <laughs> give the best head i'm i'm not kidding you i don't know what it is but she was down there man and this is before i like manscaped so i had like a giant fucking man bush let me tell you she took that gimp dick like a fucking champ i mean she was going down there and it's like she's like going and going and go you know and i told her i'm like i'm like okay I'm like, I think it's it. I think I'm going to come. And she just kept... And, like, I told her that, and it's like, I don't know what it was, but it's like she got a second wind, and she just, like, was fucking going down on it, like, fucking harder and faster, like a fucking train. Like, Then the next thing you know, I... Yeah, it's like we're in the back of the oven right now. It's the ninth quarter of the it, fucking game, and the oven's got about to get turned on. Just finish the fucking job. Exactly. <laughs> but then it, So then it happens. And the fucking thing was is, dude... She literally just, like, kept fucking going, like, as it was, like, shooting, like, down her fucking throat. She just kept going to the point where I had to, like, tell her to stop because it was, like, you know, starting to tickle. Well, let's be honest. When us guys, when we're in the middle of coming or right after we're done coming, somewhere around there, the tip of our dicks are sensitive as fuck. And mm -hmm. most of these women don't get that. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't. I mean, wait, am I am I alone on this? Or is, <laughs> uh, no, because I had that weird sensation, and that's why I told her, you know, she had to get off. And then it's like, after that, like she wanted to like, like kiss me, and I was like, I. <laughs> she wanted to kiss you. Oh my god! I'm like, you didn't I, love her. Uh, no, I no. Well, we were. I mean, we were, we were together for four months, and it turned out that um, she was actually not... She was seeing someone else the whole time that she was seeing me, so... Um, My God! And honestly, she's now married to that person, and they have three kids together, so... Oh, my God. What a fucking Jew. <laughs> Literally. Ah, uh, but she was, anyway. you know, so good. So. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't try to take half your Blu-ray Blu collection when, when she left. Oh, wait. Was I collect? No, wait. That was that was before I started collecting Blu-rays, I think. Oh. So that was only You're DVDs. Lucky. You are fucking lucky. Yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't anyway, have gotten far with those. But yes, anyway, back to the business partnerships, yes. Yeah, but, you know, like so those were the two examples. Well, you know, I just one think... girl wanted to get it all out in the way one time a month for an hour, which is cool with me. The other girl wanted to split it up, you know, four times a month for yeah, just a blowjob, whatever. For, yeah, but 50 for a blowjob does seem kind of steep. I mean, unless she's, unless she's like, doing something really special. 50 yeah, seems kind was, of... I mean, know. she was pretty good with balls. You know, I, I don't know how many of our listeners, uh, you know... Believe in the whole zodiac sign stuff, but I'm a Scorpio, mm -hmm. and Scorpio's genitalia area is a very sensitive area. So I love it when a girl licks and sucks on my balls. That's that's for goddamn sure. Uh. So, uh, you know, she would just do my balls as good as I fucking wanted her to, and you know, and she would swallow every last motherfucking drop of little Jimmy for me. And oh. uh, yeah, 
So, I mean, I like I said, I I don't throw out hooker rates at these girls because they're not hookers. They're a little bit more respectable than that, and so I I try to pay them accordingly and all that. And you know, like I said, I'm not ashamed of it because again, I'm disabled and I don't give a fuck. I I personally believe. And this could possibly be, you know, maybe a future subject for, you know, if we ever get controversial conversations off the ground. <laughs> John, where are you? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, like, I truly believe that, um, uh, you know, paying for sex should be legalized at the very least for the handicapped community. Because no one really understands the difficulty it, uh, that we have, us disabled people, to get women in general let alone having women have sex with us. So, yes, I, without shame, will proudly say to anyone that wants to listen to this on this debut episode of The Sunday Show that I, I happily pay for sex. And I get off on the idea a little bit more that uh, they're not single, quite per se, when, uh, when we're doing it. So, fuck it. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm just that, I mean, I'm still kind of stuck at the $50 blowjobs. I, I think they should at least be 25 I know, they should at least tongue my bung a little bit, right? I mean, yeah, tossing the salad would be something, I guess. Uh, you know, just add a little something extra to it. But then again, you know, you're not gay, so you really, ass play doesn't yeah. seem like it would work for you i mean it wouldn't get me off but i i actually well, did talk i i actually did talk uh, at one point both of them actually into licking my asshole at least once so did you did you maybe see if they could get their tongue all the way to your prostate that is impossible mike well if they had a tongue like freddy krueger they could like just like uh, Straight I, if they had a tongue like Freddy Krueger and they actually could find my prostate with their tongue, I'd empty out my entire bank account for that. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. But, but you know, when you were asking me about this question, it actually sounded like you were alluding to something more specific. Did Was there something more specific that you were wanting me to have the balls to say here on the show? Or uh, Yeah, there could be, actually. Uh, no, something that you may or may not have done with a mm -hmm. certain um a uh, certain um person who was in marital bliss or marital unbliss oh you want me to talk about that mm. well all right you know well yeah uh i've got no problem no shame in it whatsoever in saying that uh about a year, year and a half ago or so, I was in a full-fledged affair with a married woman. Yeah. Now, of course, I'll leave all names to the side just in case. Yes, but, please um, do. And don't say them because I can't beep or I can't edit out. So. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm pretty good on not saying any names. Don't yes. worry, buddy. But one wants you to put in the extra work to going out back in editing. Anything, exactly, because like right? everyone knows I don't like to do that. I hate it. So. Right. Another rabbit in red side bit backstage politic news bit. Yes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, at this time, I would say this was uh, summer of 2017. Mm -hmm. 
I was with a different nursing agency, and I'm not even going to say the name of the nursing agency, so no one can like trace it back to anything, anything at all. But I was with a diff- different nursing agency, and one of the head nurses there mm-hmm. had a daughter that was in her mid twenties. What uh, she was working there as a scheduler. So this girl was calling the clients whenever there'd be a home health aide that would fuck up and not want to come during their shift or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So also at that time, I had a friend, a high school friend, that was also working at this company. And, you know, me and him would always talk on the side. And, you know, and he actually was telling me about this new girl that was working there. Well... One thing led to another, and this guy had to come over to my house to do a, an official assessment on the home health aide that was working here at the time. And we somehow got on the subject of the scheduler. And he told me about her, and, you know, and I said, well, I want to see a picture of her. And he told me, he said, you know, she actually sounds like she's interested in getting to know you. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, right, motherfucker. Like, this girl's married, and... Not that I ain't got anything against a uh, fucking uh, married woman or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I think there's no fucking way. What does she want with me? You know, what the fuck? Well, one thing leads to another. He sends me a picture of her. I think she's pretty hot, but yet I sent a message back and saying, oh, I would do her, you know, <laughs> you know cause that, what, what the fuck else am I going to say? Right. Oh, she seems like a respectable woman, a respectable woman, you know, a married woman that's trying to hook up with a cripple. You know, that's real respectable, right? <laughs> But, um, so one thing led to another. She added me on Facebook. We start talking. First of all, it just starts talking. It just, it just you know, starts off as uh, talking on Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then eventually I get her on the phone. And then eventually I start getting her send, sending me nudes. And, yeah. oh, boy, that, that's, that's when the fun starts, Mike. Like, she, I got her to send me regular nudes at first. But before you knew it, I was getting butthole pics. I mean, like, you could see, like, her soul almost, you know, with those butthole pics. Like, that, that's how good those butthole pics were. So I was getting all kinds of pics. I even got her to make me a video, for Christ's sakes. A really? fucking masturbation video. Yeah, oh. a masturbation video. Yeah. No shitting or pissing vids, right? Like, you're not the kind oh, of Oh, no, no. Right I, I mean, that's the kind of shit that you'd probably want, but not me. You know, I'm... Oh, God... But anyway, I mean, um, I am kind of curious to see what it looks like when they piss. I mean, I've watched pissing videos, but it's like, do, do does it is it like just a constant stream, or does it sound like well, it sounds like they farted out like it's a. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, if you ever seen those squirting videos before, you know, on oh, Pornhub yeah. or whatever the fuck, you know, they because they say that. When a woman comes, that there's a certain percentage of urine. In, oh, they in piss. There. Oh, they're. I've seen them squirt. That's all piss. That's got to be piss. That's not cum. That's urine. Yeah, it's disgusting. If you ask me, I don't want. Yeah, I wouldn't girl. want them to fucking squirt. And if they, if any woman, like if I was eating a woman out and she squirted in my mouth, I swear to God, I would probably vomit. <laughs> God damn. How dare you do this? I was supposed to watch a Blu-ray later, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Totally um, destroyed my appetite for film. Fuck you. You, you bitch! <laughs> anyway, um... So yeah, you know, it, it, she was making me videos and pictures and all that shit. So, eventually, 
I got her to come over and hang out, but there's nothing juicy about that. She came over here with her little fat-ass uh, 8-, 17-year-old sister or whatever the fuck. And, oh, my God. I, Why I did she bring the fucking... S- okay, now that seems like a cock-block move right away, doing something like right. that. Well, but what this girl's excuse was was that she had anxiety and, you know, she couldn't drive and she couldn't do this. She could cheat on her husband, Mike, but she couldn't... Uh, but she couldn't fucking uh, drive. That makes no sense. Car. So, okay, so yeah. the sister was basically the driver. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then why didn't... Okay, so then here's what she should have did. She should have had the sister wait in the car with a little fucking chauffeur hat on, and then that that's what should have happened. And then she could have come into your place, and you could have hung out in there, and the si- you should have never saw the sister. The sister should yeah, have been in the car I, the entire time. I tell you, I wish I never would have saw the sister because she was a little oompa loompa looking fuck. I hate her sister, and I'll tell you, I I I made Did she have an orange face? I, I she might as well have a fucking orange face, you know? Oompa loompa oompa dee doo. <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, like I I'm not gonna say any names or anything like that, obviously, but I tell you what, uh, she was a fucking piece of shit. Because at the end of all this, she had, was a lot to do with how things got ruined. Uh, and fuck, man, I just wanted to fuck a married woman for as long as possible, you know? But then shit got ruined by her fat-ass piece of shit sister and other factors into it. But anyway, I digress. Um, no, so the very first time, it wasn't all about her coming over and jumping on my dick. It was just about her coming over and getting used to me as a human being and what my abilities were, disabilities, and my limitations on how I looked and all that shit. So, okay. fair enough. Well, well I mean... that day came and gone. It was a pretty successful day. You know, she gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek and whatever, and then I jerked my little wiener off after she left, and it was a fun time, whatever. Right. So, a few months passed. A couple other personal things happened in her life that's not noteworthy for this story or anything. So, basically... She leaves her husband temporarily, goes to stay with her mom, and and then her husband husband's basically on this kick where, well, I'll give you anything you want, baby. Just come back to me. Just come on back to the family. You know, that kind of shit. So, Was I was he a southern hick? Huh? Was he a southern hick, or is that just your interpretation? Actually, Actually, no, I should not have been. I just did that out of my ass. I don't know why I fucking did No, he was, he's a little skater boy fucking nerd. He's oh. this little fucking skater boy, glasses, four-eyed looking motherfucking guy that's balding. Not that any of us know anyone else that looks like that description or anything like that. But uh, he, was in this, he was a fucking skater boy nerd that was a fucking idiot. He has this mindset that's from the 1950s. Mm. And if I can give you a little bit of a background, like... That's why she started in the last few years being very dissatisfied with him because she was being tired, getting getting tired, being treated like a woman from the 1950s. She didn't want to be told that she didn't wasn't allowed to have a mindset of her own or opinions of her own. She, you know, that she didn't that she always had to have dinner hot and ready when he got home from either work or from the fucking skate park oh. or whichever. You know, she she was tired of being told that she wasn't allowed to go do this without his permission and all that shit. So basically, he, he was fucking himself in this situation, you know. We don't live in our grandparents' world no more. This isn't the 1950s. No, it's this is, not leave it to beaver so, where father knows best time anymore. Yeah, so, and women don't want to be told what to do. Women 
like that shit in the beginning, right? They like because they think it's cute. Like, oh, my man, you know, he doesn't want me to go off and do anything because, you know, I, I just wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be good. That'd be bad. It's so cute that he tells me what to do. You know, women think that's cute at first. Uh, however, that shit wears off. Yeah. And eventually it turns into, like, how fucking dare you tell me what to do? So these women... And it's universal, Mike. Mm. All women are eventually going to do what they want to do, either with your permission mm. or without your permission. You know, either with your acknowledgement or without your knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't, this doesn't fucking matter. Right. So, that started to fuck him. And here we go, fast forward back to current time and in this story. She, like I said, she, we're, at this point, we're about in November, around November of 2017. And she left him temporarily. They got into a big fight. I don't know what the fucking real story was, yada, yada, because I was only getting her side of the story and whatever. So she leaves, goes to her mom's for a little bit, and then he's on this kick, like I said, to try and get her back. And, yeah, I don't know how to fucking poke fun at skater boys or anything like that. So, yeah, I just gave him that kind of voice. Um, but anyway, he... He was on the phone texting her this one night, and he said, you know, just let me know what you want. Tell me what you want me to change and all that shit, and I'll change it. I'll do it. I'll let you have whatever you want, whatever. So she's, you know, she's reiterating this to me, telling me all this. And I said, hey, you need to tell him that you have a disabled friend that you met at your last job and that you want your disabled friend to start coming over and hanging out with the fam. So, oh and I'm, so, I'm sitting over here thinking to myself, there ain't no fucking way this dude's going to allow this to happen or anything like that. And he and fucking sure did, didn't he? Uh, yep, sure as shit enough, he fucking told her. He said, well, I ain't stupid. I know he wants you, but yeah, since he's crippled, I'll let him come over. So, that's what started to happen. I, the first night I spent the night over there was November 18th, 2017. And that was, it was one day after my birthday. And the whole thing was, is because she couldn't get over here to see me on my birthday. And I was kind of pissed off about that, whatever. And then so I, she had this idea like, oh, I'll, I'll set up a birthday part two for you, you know, just all kinds of shit like that. I mean, and I'll give her this. She was not very good at much such things, such as parenting and being a wife, obviously. She was obviously. terrible at those two things. Right. Let me tell you this. They have... They have a four-year-old son mm -hmm. who is a half-fucking-retard because oh that kid was spitting on every motherfucker that was coming over. That kid was spitting on me. Is and anybody who knows me, anybody who knows me knows that I fucking hate kids, oh. right? But mm -hmm. I, got, I got some little four-year-old little punk spitting on me, and I'm thinking, motherfucker, I would not even let your mother spit on me, for fuck's sake, you know, and you're spitting on me. So, oh, oh, my God, I, I had to grit my teeth, I oh. had to clench my ass cheeks, and just keep my mouth shut. Well, hit her, so, you know, his mother would be allowed to spit on your dick. Oh, yeah, 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 on my, on my little pencil, Cripple D. Yeah, yeah, she what? could fucking spit on that all she wants. Well, anyway, so I spent the night over there, and she, i got to give her this. She's a good cook. Like, that's what I was trying to get to. You know, she wasn't good at parenting, she wasn't good at being a wife, but mm -hmm. she is a good cook. Right. And one of my, my favorite things of all time is pasta salad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she made some pasta salad. She made some grilled chicken, yada, yada. And it was a fun time, you know. And I actually, I got to know her husband a little bit. He was a fucking nerd, like I knew he was. Right. And, you know, I just, I played up the character. I played the character of the lonely 
fucking uh, harmless cripple that was just wanting some friends to hang out with. So I, I hung out with his family, and no harm to come of it, right? So how? Well, does, so when it goes to you know when it comes time to go to sleep, how does this work? Does the husband go to bed first? Where do you sleep? Right, right. So they all of their bedrooms were upstairs, and I was uh, going to sleep on the couch. Downstairs. Well, the wife is. She's a night owl, kind of like how I am, and that's exactly how me and her talked quite a bit was, you know, he would go to bed with the kid. It was his job to put their son to bed, right? Okay. And the son would go to bed probably around 9, 10 o'clock, so it was his, uh, it was his job to put him to bed. And um, so she would stay up with me. But here's the kicker. He was a, uh, a landscaper, I believe. Okay. So, and this was winter. So he ha- would have to get up and go to work at, like, two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. So the plan was is that when he would get up and go to work, that was when me and her would have our fun time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he gets up, he goes to work, and here's the thing. It's my first night there. I don't know my surroundings. I don't know this guy. I And I made the decision, like, I'm not going to let nothing happen. Like, I, don't, I just don't trust this situation. Well, he leaves. And she's dressed in this fucking little sexy little nightgown thingy, mm-hmm. jigger and whatever. And, uh, you know, she was all over me. You know, she was cuddling on me and kissing on me. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, I'd like to, but I don't know if I have the guts for this. Basically, I didn't let nothing happen that first night. Right. Well, I go home the next day, and I'm pretty ecstatic. You know, like, hey, like, I got this girl hooked. I don't fucking know why, but I know I do at this point in time. So I go back, I spend the night again in December. Pretty much the same deal. I hang out with the family. I have to act like I enjoy talking to her stupid-ass kids. <laughs> I have to act like I'm completely okay that she has a Freddy Krueger stomach because she gave birth and all that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just have to act like I'm okay with all this fucking low-life shit that I'm being a part of just to potentially get some married pussy. You right. know? Right. Well, this time... This guy doesn't actually have to go to work this night. Oh. And so me and her are actually not even planning on trying to do anything. So she gets dolled up a little bit. You know, she puts some lipstick on and all kinds of shit like that. And I didn't care because, like, I'm, I, the only best thing I'm getting that night is some pasta salad again, you know, not no pe- pussy or anything like that. Right. So right. it gets later on in the night. I'd say about, well, maybe about 2-ish, 2 o'clock in the morning or so. And she's pissed off because she ran out of beer. Well, she told him, she said, you got to go find me some beer. And at first, he was all like, oh, I'm going to do that. And you're like, babe, hey, babe, you can just, you know, just go to bed. Oh, you know, I, that's, that's my new voice I'll give for him. Like, babe, just go to bed. Yeah, that's, that's it. That works. That works. <laughs> I'm doing like a 1980s dude kind of fucking voice. Like, yep. hey, hey, go to bed, babe. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, um. She, long story short, she talked him into going anyway. So he leaves, and me and her are sitting down in the in the living room. We're kind of cuddling a little bit, and we're sitting on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Now, let me back up here and just tell you real quick here for those that's listening to this that's not friends with me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. About a year and a half ago, I started this new gimmick on Facebook. If, you, if anyone's ever heard of the Japanese pop metal band Baby Metal, there is a lead singer that's her name is Sue Metal, and according to my gimmick on Facebook, I am absolutely in love with her. 
She's a very young girl. I, I believe now she's only maybe 21, 22 years old. But when I started the gimmick, she had just turned 19. Mm-hmm. So the, the married woman that I was having an affair with, she was very, believe it or not, she was very jealous of this gimmick. She, she didn't understand that I was only doing it for reactions from my friends, you know. Right. And I was going all out with it. I was making memes. I mean, and you, uh, you, you and John, you, you're on my friends list, so you are seeing all the Sue Metal memes that I was making. I was making some pretty creative memes there for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, she was getting pissed off about the whole thing, and she'd take it so far, she'd, she'd stop talking to me for a couple of days. Like, how dare you talk about that girl? And I'm thinking, like, it's a fucking Japanese pop star. I'll never meet this girl ever in my life. And even if I do, she doesn't speak English. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, anyway, I just had to tell that quick backup, uh, backup moment real quick. Mm-hmm. Because here we are sitting in her living room on YouTube, and her husband's gone. You know, he's out trying to look for beer for her and all that shit. And out of nowhere, she goes, so, hey, what's some of your favorite music? You, you want to listen to something to kind of set the mood or something like that? And I'm like... Oh, yeah, girl, let's turn on some baby metal. Hmm. And she, like, her eyes, like, get ready to pop out of their, her skull. And she goes, how fucking dare you? How dare you bring her up like that? I, I'm, a, I'm here sitting here in my underwear getting ready to fuck you. And you talk about her? You son of a bitch. And I'm thinking, like, whoa, 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 calm the fuck down. I legitimately listen to that band, like... Don't come at me like I'm literally jerking off to the, the thought of this girl, you know, like, what the fuck? So, I get her calmed down mm-hmm. after about, you know, two, three minutes of her yelling at me over pointless fucking shit. Right. And finally, we start cuddling a little bit heavier, and before you know it, we start making out. And this is the first time that it's gone this far. We're making out, and we're dry humping a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing too, too much, but, you know, something a little bit more than the last time. And then, all of a sudden, <clears throat> we hear, like, a car door, you oh. know, slam. <clears throat> and I'm thinking, because then, at this very moment, I'm thinking, oh, shit, you have lipstick on. I'm making out with you, oh, a married woman shit. who has lipstick on. Dumb and, bitch. Oh, my God. Thank fucking Christ it was not the type of lipstick that came off onto someone else because dude i wouldn't be here on the debut edition of the sunday show you think skater skater boy would have killed you is what you're saying oh god he would have beat me to death with the fucking skateboard i don't i don't i don't think he would have no she said that too she said no he wouldn't do anything to you he'd beat me to death but he wouldn't do it i was like okay as long as he doesn't do anything to me i don't give a fuck what he does to you yeah right you can always you can always get another pussy you know. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of married women in the sea, right? Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he comes in, and I swear to God, I must have the most guilty fucking look on my face because, like, what the fuck? I'm sitting here dry humping a married woman, or her husband's out getting Budweiser for her. <laughs> you know. So, you know, that finishes up, and uh, he comes in, and he he goes in the kitchen, and he says, he goes, oh, babe. I thought you were going to have dinner warmed up for me when I got home. What have you been doing while I've been gone? And I'm sitting here thinking, like, she's been riding my cock, motherfucker. That's why your fucking baked potatoes are cold. 
Anyway. Wait, so wait, that, wait. Like, but this is this is what two and you said this was later in the morning though, right? Yeah, yeah. What the That's fuck right. does he got to eat for? I well because his again his sleep schedule's all off, so you know because I don't know what the fuck. She needs to like right? you know I'll what she needs. Know about she needs fuck, to fucking. Right? She needs to fucking, or she would have needed to get, like, fucking melatonin. Like, 10 milligram tablets of melatonin and just pack those in his fucking food. He'd fucking sleep yeah. through fucking going to a coma. Yeah, then I would have I fucked her right, you know, in front of him while he was unconscious. Yes. That would have been amazing. Exactly, I so, would have done it. Yeah, so anyway. You know what, all you have to go. do is, like, place her ass under his mouth, and if he drooled... That could be the lube. Wow. The motherfucking Sunday show, folks. <laughs> this is what... Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that that day comes and goes. That whole weekend comes and goes. And, I, you know, I went home the next day pretty ecstatic because it's like, man, like, I might not have made it all the way with that married woman, but damn, I dry humped her and I tasted her and just, oh, it was so good. And it was uh, free. Anyway, so, huh? And it was free. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's nothing nothing better than free. You're right. I didn't have to pay shit. Yeah, no so anyway, Kay's lost in that transaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go with the final portion of this story. Here comes January of 2018, oh, which was the uh, final. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. January 2018, because this is 2019. So January of 2018, the final time I went over there and spent the night, I... We this time we we planned it. We fucking planned it over the phone. And I said, "Look, I'm gonna we're gonna come up. I'm gonna go over there. I want you to take a nap during the day or evening or whatever. I want you to be rested up because you're staying up with me until you know three o'clock, whatever the fuck time he goes to work." And she said, "All right." Well, that's exactly how we worked it. Like I, I wish I could sit here and say there are some plot twists or something, but there wasn't. I went over. She yet again made me some fucking pasta salad because, bitch, I ain't coming over without that pasta salad cooked. Right. And, um, I don't know. I sat there and listened to his stupid bullshit for a couple hours, and I'm just sitting here thinking, the motherfucker, I hope you enjoy the taste of my dick tomorrow when you kiss your wife in the morning. <laughs> so, the night comes. Me and her hang out a little bit while he's sleeping for a couple hours until he gotta, he's got to get up at 2.30 in the morning. Right. And then he finally gets up, goes to work, puts on his little fucking overalls. Like, I swear, he was dressed like a skinny Wario, you oh, know, Jesus from the Mario Christ. games. That's mm -hmm. what he fucking looks like. And he's, I'm a Wario, and I'm going to win. Huh? Yeah, but really, it was the cripple that I won that night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... So he gets up and leaves, and we wait for a little bit, and it's real funny because she's sitting on the floor with me again, and, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me once, shame on me, and all that good shit. So she asks me again, she says, well, you want to listen to something on YouTube? And I'm sitting here thinking, God damn it, Cody, don't say mm. baby metal again, right. don't say it. So I'm thinking, like, yeah, you know, throw on some, uh, some demon hunter or something, like, you know, something like heavy metal, you know, something like that. So... I dodged a bullet, thank God, because God knows her pussy would have dried up like the fucking desert again yeah, if I would have said that. anything about that two metal chick. Yeah. Well, you know, we're sitting there talking and, you know, and all that good shit. So finally, she goes, oh, I got to go to the bathroom real quick and I'll be right back, okay? And I'm like, oh, shit. So, yeah, she goes to the bathroom and I decide to turn everything off. 
Because okay. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I don't want music playing in the background while me and her are messing around. Because, A, I want to be able to hear it if her son comes walking down the steps for whatever reason. Yeah, I'll start night. spitting on the both of you. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, come on over here, boy. Me and your, me and your mom, we ran out of lube. Just yeah, do that exactly. spitting thing again that you did in the other <laughs> week. Do that again. You know, like that, right? Yep. But, um, no. So I, I, I wanted spit it to be completely pussy. 100% silent in there and, you know, for the for what was about to happen, you know, especially if, if he were to come home in the middle of the night and all that shit. Right. Well, it's real funny because she came out of the bathroom, and I know what she did. She, you know, she washed her pussy and her asshole for me as good as she fucking could because mm-hmm. she, knew what I, she knew what I wanted. So, um, you know, she sits down on the floor, and she's, she's a fucking, you know, chain smoker, so she had to fucking light up a cigarette. And it's real, really funny, too, because she's sitting there, and she's like, you know, I, I should be able to smoke in my own home, but, God, I know this is going right up that vent, and it's going right up to my son's room. Do you, do you think that's bad? Do you, do you think, like, my son's breathing this in, and this is going to cause, like, like, health complications in the future for him? I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but like, who gives a shit? Let's fuck. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I'm a little bastard. Spit on me. I don't mm-hmm. fucking care. Yeah. But I, I just looked at her and I smiled. I was like, girl, you ain't doing nothing bad. <laughs> no, so she finishes her cigarette. And next thing I know, we're cuddling. And cuddling leads to humping. Mm-hmm. Humping leads to, uh, you know, her getting her clothes off. And before you know it, we're fucking around. Now... I will tell you this, I, I did make the decision, and I made this decision even before I um, went over there that day, I did make the decision I wasn't going to try to have intercourse with her, because in my mind, a drunk married chick having intercourse with her, she's on top of me, there ain't no way I can get her off on, off of me, like in the split second of when I'm ready to come, so I'm thinking like, no fucking way am I fucking her, you know, and I didn't. So, you know, she fucking, first I go down on her, and I'm telling you, Mike, that was the sweetest tasting pussy I have ever tasted in my life was married pussy. Oh, my fucking God. It was so good. Really? So I ate her I ate her out for a while. It was good. You know, she seemed to like it. You know, whatever. So we fin- I finished that. Then we went back to making out for a little bit. And then she starts rubbing on my dick. And she pulls my dick out. And I say the dumbest fucking thing I've ever said in my life. You oh, know, the no. pickup line or whatever the fuck. I was, she was all like, oh, it's nice and hard, isn't it? And I was all like, yeah, I want you to get a closer look at it, bitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so she, I mean, she knew what that meant. So, yeah, she just, she goes down on me and gives me one hell of a fucking blowjob. I mean, when I saw her husband the next morning, I almost wanted to congratulate him on the fact that his wife doesn't have no gag reflexes when she's drunk at the very least. Now I see why he buys her endless amounts of beer. Right. So, that's pretty much it. She gives me a blowjob, I come in her mouth, she fucking swallows for me, and she fucking washes it down with a swig of beer. Jesus <laughs> so, Christ. that was fucking that. And I felt, you know, and, and here's the funny part, after it was all done and over with, I got scared. Because I thought, like, okay, the deed is done, uh, we did everything we wanted to do, now I really hope this bitch doesn't go crazy and, and start instantly feeling guilty about what she did. Like, what you know what I mean? Like, she could kick me out of the house. Mm-hmm. For all I, so I sat alone on the chair because I'm thinking, like, I better not say the wrong thing. 
I, if I say the wrong thing, she's going to tell me to leave at four in the morning. And like, who the fuck am I going to call at four in the morning? You know? So, but luckily to my luck, she did not freak out or anything like that. And the rest of the next day and all that, it just went completely normal. You know, and every time I saw her dipshit, idiotic, retarded, motherfucking, half a faggot husband kiss her on the lips, I was thinking, yeah, taste it, motherfucker, taste it. Oh, my God. Ugh, I fucked your wife's throat. I was, I was plowing your wife's throat last night while you were out plowing snow. <laughs> you know, like, fuck, I win. Cody wins. So, and that was the that end was, of it. Yeah, that that was basically the end because what happened after that was she, she about a month later she informed me that the guilt and the shame really hit her so fucking hard mm -hmm. that she couldn't deal with it no more and she couldn't see me no more and all and you know and I'm not gonna sit here and lie about it I grew emotionally attached to her I did because you know I wasn't just gonna be in a situation like that and just look at her as a hoe or anything like that I really liked her a lot. Right. And I, you know, still to this day, I really like her a lot. But like, it's it just became super toxic for both me and her because, you know, then it came into the the point where me and her got really bitter with one another, and you know, because it was the end times. You know, we we hit the peak of our situation, and it was the end of the whole thing. So believe it or not, I tried to hold on to the situation with this woman from February of 2018 all the way to December of 2018. And then, you know, and I will, I'll spare you all the details of in between that because it actually isn't interesting or funny or cool or anything like that. But basically, by the end of November, early December, I was just like, fuck it. This has become too poisonous. We're yelling at each other. I'm, I'm contemplating sending all your nudes to your husband because nice. that's how much I fucking hate you right now. And, and I just, I couldn't allow myself to do anything like that. So I had to cut off all communication with her mm -hmm. and that's that's been how that's how that's been since you know early december i haven't talked to her since early december um but yeah that's my fucking story i i had an affair with a married woman i crippled cody had an affair with a motherfucking married woman who didn't look half bad all things considered and fuck it was the most dangerous time of my life but it was also the most entertaining and exhilarating time of my life my uh, i was God. gonna say it would have to be exhilarating i mean just the i mean you know when you're in the middle of it the the thrill i mean i don't i don't want to say thrill so to speak but it is kind of like you know did you ever have the feeling of like the thrill of getting caught in case he did come home in the middle of it and you know like didn't that like kind of get the adrenaline pumping and maybe make um, things feel a little better considering that you know yes i mean i definitely didn't want to get caught but yes you're right i mean because i feel like all of us guys go through that little bit of a turn on like mm -hmm. the exhilaration of of i got away with it and i didn't get caught and so yeah you know i i definitely agree with that and that that was more than definitely the turn on and and the other portion the other factor of it was that she wasn't a typical business partner. So there was that. It, it was different. It, it wasn't the same same boring, plain setup between, you know, me and a business partner. It was really different. It was There was emotions involved. But I'll tell you what, man, when her legs were spread apart and I was eating that pussy and I was smelling that pussy, 
it smelled so fucking good. Now I know what deception smells like. Right. An adultery. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, okay. Oh. Well, if the if the opportunity, just one final question here. If the opportunity ever came up again to do like a non-business partner, uh, married woman thing with, uh, you know, would you go down that road again with someone else? Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. Do now, you think now, I that will you... tell you this. But, 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 however, I will tell you, if I was friends already with the husband, no fucking way. Because that's my line. Right. That I don't cross lines with people that I'm friends with or mm. that I know. I didn't know him. I didn't fucking know her family. I didn't know him. And so, therefore, I didn't have no emotional attachment to any of them. I didn't give a fuck. So... If it was another situation like that, where I only was aware of her existence and I didn't give two shits about anyone else involved, yes, you're goddamn right. I I will continue throughout uh, the rest of my young adult life. I will continue to have affairs with women who are already taken, regardless if they're in just a regular monogamous relationship, although minus the monogamy, mm -hmm. or if they're married. I don't fucking care. Like, I, we don't live in a world where monogamy is a thing anymore, Mike. We, exactly. Polyamorous, uh, you know, a polyamorous mindsetting is what people should have more than not in today's world. You know, we live in a society where social media, the internet, Facebook, Twitter, just all of this takes over, and it's so fucking easy to get up in contact with someone else, other than who you're supposed to be in contact with, which is just supposed to be your significant other. Mm -hmm. So, I ask you, should we really keep, not keep up with the times? Should we really keep it stuck in the 1950s like that jackhole husband was doing? No, I, in my opinion, no. I don't think so, because I tell you what, that girl, that married woman, would have never wanted me to be a part of the equation if her husband would have just been more open-minded to her wants and needs. Right. Ba bar none. I knew that, because during that time period, uh, leading up to the finale where I fucking jizzed in the back of her throat, mm. I, I was talking to her every night on the phone, so I was getting to know her inside and out, and I know for an absolute fact had that son of a bitch just listened to her and just understood her and, and accepted that she had some non-traditional, unconventional things about her that she wanted him to go along with, that she needed him to go along with, she probably would have never cheated on him. And she probably wouldn't fantasize, t still to this day probably, about leaving him. Right. So yeah, totally. I'm telling you, man, to close this all out, me as a physically disabled person, should I ever find a woman that wants to be with me just for me, right off the bat, I'm going to tell her, like, hey, listen, I know I'm not going to be enough for you sexually, financially, and probably as far as physical labor goes. So I'm going to tell her, to me, the best quality can be 100% honesty. If you want to go and sexually experience someone else, just talk to me about it. Just talk to me about it. All, <clears throat> almost all people eventually want another person in their life, sexually or romantically, intimately, whatever. It's just no one has the guts to admit that, Mike. Right. That's the problem. No one wants to admit it, but almost everyone wants it at a certain point. And I, I ask you, should we let it fester in our hearts, in our, in our minds, in our souls, or should we do what's healthy for ourselves and go upon it and, and act upon it?
You, you know what I mean? Right, no, no, I totally agree. And I, I had, I mean, I, I had not really, I mean, it really isn't along the same line, I guess, but there was a, 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 a female that, um, I kind of like would chat with on Skype, just audio chat with. And, uh, she had a boyfriend, I guess she lived down in Texas, and she wanted to do, like, um, what is it, uh, see, I don't know if that would still count, uh, it's not, it wasn't really video sex, so I don't think it would cyber, I think it would still count as, as phone sex, and, um, she, like, wanted to do that, like, with me, even though she had a boyfriend, she still did it with, like, a lot of different guys, I guess, and, uh, she would, um, we did it, I guess, maybe once every... I mean, and I've never seen... I never saw a nude. I saw pictures, but I never saw nudes or anything. We did it maybe... I I think for like three months. Maybe like every week and a half or two weeks or something when her boyfriend wasn't around. Uh-huh. Uh, but she got mad. Because uh, she said I finished too quick, and then she got to the point, and then she got to the point where she's like, "Well, we have to, maybe you know, do like scenarios where like you're my uh, you're my cousin from out of town, or you're my cousin's you're my cousin's." She said, "Maybe I could be the gimp for once." Yeah, well, actually, actually, she didn't know that I was a gimp. Oh, I didn't. I didn't tell her. Cause I'm like, I, I definitely don't put it that I'm disabled in my dating profiles. That's for sure. Oh no, I put it. I put it out there. And the funny thing is, with with that is, um, you know, you talk to people. Actually, I don't put it like directly. Like you really have to read the profile to find it in there. But mm. you know, most of these people they don't read. They just look at the pictures, and if they send you a message, they send you a message. So, yeah. like, there's been a few people that they'll, they'll, they'll like me or whatever, and then it'll get to a thing where we talk, and we go back and forth, and then when it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, I think they would want to meet, then I will, you know, I'll, I'll break it to them, and then 98% of the time, they just stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know... On a quick side note, I, because I, I, I scour throughout plenty of fish and, you know, some of those dating websites, mm-hmm. and that's what happens to me. On the off chance that I'll get a girl here and there to talk to me, mm-hmm. she'll just drop off after a couple hours or so. She just won't even be interested anymore. And it's like, bitch, what? Because I didn't mention to you what I do for work yet, and you, you didn't figure out how you could use me yet, you mm-hmm. fucking cunt. So, oh, there's whatever. a there- there is a dating site out there for 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 gimps though that I actually belong to at one point it was it's called whispers the number four and the letter u dot com and you know it's, what? it's interesting you bring that up because I'm looking into that one now yeah don't See, do it i a couple of my friends and i I know we're at the end here almost at the episode, but I just want to say this last thing uh a couple of my friends, about a month or so ago, mentioned to me the idea to look for some dating websites that were specifically for the handicapped community. Mm-hmm. So I looked into it, because here's the thing, I, and I'm not afraid to say this out loud for anyone to say, I don't want to find me a girlfriend that's in a wheelchair. Thank you. I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because people yeah. fucking say that to me all the time. They're like, you no, know no, what? It's, it's, 
it triggers me so fucking bad because they say, well, you're, you're handicapped, so why don't you want to find a girl that's handicapped? I'm like, motherfucker, that's like telling a black person that they should date another black person just because right. they're black. Exactly. Does that make any sense? Exactly. <laughs> you know... I, I want, uh, they're called devotees. I want a, a devotee uh, of, of disabilities or something like that. A woman who can either accept a guy in a wheelchair or wants a guy who is disabled for whatever reason. That's what I want to fucking find. And I, I'm assuming that's what you want to find, too. Right. No, definitely. I think, you know, somebody that, you know, can obviously be there, you know, for companionship, for friendship, and... You know, if it goes beyond that, you know, sexual as well. I mean, I just want somebody that I connect with on all exactly. points, you know. That's that's the important thing. Um, me too. But now, just, now, let me ask this. The whispers for you, uh, that website, how be, much are you paying? No, I did what well, was fr I think I did the free thing. Um, okay. But, see, I did that... <laughs> Okay, now they consider on that on that site they consider asthma a disability. Ah. Okay. Um You know what, real quick here, the the married bitch I was fucking around with, she yeah. considered the fact that she had anxiety a disability. Oh, she Jesus thought she was Christ. disabled because of anxiety. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. You're just you're you're just into infidelity, that's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that causes your anxiety, so get out of the infidelity business, you won't have anxiety. Fuck it. <laughs> exactly. But, um, anyway, but that whispers for you. Um, the one chick that, that fucking I found on there, we went, we were talking fucking back and forth. Uh, okay. But now this is like gullible me. At least I didn't fall for it at this time. This was a few years ago that this happened. That maybe, holy fuck, this is probably like 10 years ago that this happened. Maybe more so. But uh, it was a uh, a blonde chick, and she apparently was from Brazil. And we were talking, and she's like, oh, that's great. You know, I'd really like to meet you. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. You know, we can meet up. And she's like, um, but my my, my phone is, is going to be uh, shut off. Uh, can I have $500 to pay my phone bill? I'm glad you didn't fall for it. Yeah, I'm like, no. I'm like, what the fuck do you think this is? Yeah, like, bitch, you didn't even make me a sandwich yet. You think <laughs> I'm going to give you $500? Exactly. I mean, now think of how many 4Ks I could buy with $500. <laughs> I knew it. I knew we were going to go full circle back into that joke before the end of the episode. You know, that's... Because, you know, you know, I, 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 like I said, I go throughout plenty of fish, and there are so many scammers on there so, so many robots scammers and then yeah and then people like that that are just looking for some money from you and all that yeah. i have a cousin who used to fall for that shit i don't know if he still does or not but yeah this girl it was all about oh we live in india and <laughs> my daddy he got lots of money but we need money right now and he doesn't have it if you pay it to us we pay you back and oh, you know God. i come to you and it's like what the fuck are you really gonna fall for that shit so yeah don't fall for that shit. I'm glad no. you know. No, yeah, I'm on. I'm on okay Cupid right now, and it's 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 probably worse than plenty of fish for finding people. It's just oh mm. god. Now, the uh, the whispers for you. You can actually message people without paying them. 
Uh, I mean, I mean, not paying the members. I mean, paying the website. Yeah, I think that's how that works. Yeah, I think that's how that works. But then again, like I said, that might have been ten years ago or more. So shit might have changed. Yeah, so, I did see that that website was founded in two thousand and two. I yeah. saw. Yeah, I was probably. Yeah. I'm trying to think, because I was with the Born Again from ninety eight to two thousand four. So it was after that, and we got back together mm-hmm. again. Um, like in 2008 and 2010, I think Whispers for You was probably in 2007, that shit with the Brazilian chick. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into I'm glad you suggested that to me, because that was, actually, that was the next website that I was going to create a profile on. I've already created a profile on one called disabledmate.com, uh, and it looks pretty professional. Um, I created one on a w- website called wheelchairsingles.com or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm just looking for a website with with some devotees on it, you know, just a female. Just, like you said, just someone to talk to, just someone to connect with because, god damn, I don't have a married woman anymore that I'm uh, that I'm having an affair with, and I kind of got this void in me right now, right? Yeah. So I, well, I need me a, a devotee. Hopefully someone will come. <laughs> Yeah, in more ways than one, right? Exactly. But, uh, Cody, it was... Speaking of... Yeah. Well, I was going to say, it was... Well, what were you going to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off there. Oh, no, I, I just came up with a clever way to close the show for you. But, yeah, go ahead with your final thought. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, it was really great to uh, have you on this, uh, the premiere episode, Cody. Um, yeah. Really, I think it was one of the some of the finest podcasting I've done thus far in my nine years now. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, I had a fucking, fucking blast on this. I, You better let me come back on the Sunday show oh, down the line. Oh, you will come back. You will definitely come yeah. back. And speaking of coming, and this is what I was going to say earlier, I just want to thank all of the listeners for coming to our podcast, to the Sunday show, and listening to us. Exactly. It was fun. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just uh, let me know, and I, you know, I'm sure we'll come up with some fun things to talk about the next time I'm back, and... uh yeah, thanks a lot, man, for having me. Seriously. Uh, thank you, Cody. It was a pleasure. And um, for everyone out there listening, this is Michael J. Along with Cody. You the can, Facebook yeah. heel crippled Cody. I'll, I'll do it for you. There you go. Good, because I'll fuck it up again. But um, yeah. we will see you all next time. Later. Bye, everybody.
Turbulence. Boop, 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 boop. Turbulence. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.